The gospel of Jesus Christ is the solution to the woes of man. How much of it you know, determines how well you reign in life. Join us. At Shepherd's Love Worldwide, opposite top radio, circle across, as the man of God, Apostle Johnsburg, takes us through sound teaching, and instruction in the word. Shepherd's Love Worldwide, making Christ prominent, in our generation. And now, the man of God. Tells us what will happen to the righteous man in the time of heat. He tells us what will happen to the guy who trusts God fully in time of heat. So we read that there was famine in the land of Samaria. Prophet comes around, you see, he comes around and he says, Tomorrow by this time, this is the word of the Lord. Tomorrow by this time, a, 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 a measurement of flour will go for what? One shekel. Are you coming to mock us or what? Then, Second Kings chapter 7. I didn't want to read, but let's go. Repetition is good. It's for emphasis. It's good, it's good. We repeat so that we can emphasize. To repeat and call. <laughs> is it correct? <laughs> we may see it. Anyway, so listen. Is it NLT we read? You let's let's read the message Bible. I think I like the message Bible. Please let's let's have the message Bible. Elisha said, Listen, God's word. Look at God's word. The famine's over. That is, the famine is over. The, this time tomorrow, food will be plentiful. It is God's word. Oh. Now, when God speaks, it doesn't make sense. God's, God's word makes faith. It doesn't make sense. God's word doesn't come to produce sense. God's word comes to produce faith. So there is famine, and the word of God comes that, ah, food is, is coming tomorrow. Not, not next. You see, if they say next three years, you can say, oh, it makes sense. Next three years, then maybe the weather would have changed. So that one, it makes sense. But there is famine, and they say, tomorrow by this time, tomorrow. And I gave you an example that when I was in JSS, my headmaster, my head teacher, he wasn't a man who would be quarreling with you or anything over school fees. So doesn't have that time. When, when they are sacking school fees and you come and say that, please, my father said tomorrow. He won't say, go and tell your father. Nothing. He will just say, go and sit down. Then he will tell you, when we sleep and wake up is tomorrow. If you say tomorrow, don't, don't, tomorrow they say, oh, we have to just sleep today and wake up. Once we wake up, we know that I'm coming for the money. So, look, he says, tomorrow, this time tomorrow, food will be plentiful. This time. That, that's like, hey, too close. What will happen suddenly? There is famine. So it means that we couldn't have planted in that season. So are you saying that within 24 hours, Crops will just germinate or what? Are you saying that within 24 hours, how, how long does it even take for a seed to even germinate, to become a plant? What, what will happen? Is it that within 24 hours, suddenly we'll see seeds, we'll see that they'll start budding, we'll see the rains. Ah, you, ah, there, there is famine, there is dryness. See, a handful of meal for a shekel, that's so cheap. In Ghana, we may say one seed. When they want to say something, so they say, oh, this thing there is, is one seed. It means I have a full, full. He says, a handful of meal for a shekel, 
two handfuls of grain for a shekel, the market at the city gate will be buzzing. And it's all what? God's word. God's word. God's word. I said, don't follow friends who follow God. Follow God and his word. Because when times are, are hard, your friends will run away. Verse 2, please. The attendant on whom, so the man of God spoke this, and then see, the attendant on whom the king leaned for support said to the holy man, he said to the man of God, you expect us to believe that? Because it doesn't make sense. Ah, tomorrow by this, if we say next year, we know that oh, there's a, a lot of time, a lot can happen. But tomorrow, ah, why? All our crops are dead. Is it that by some means angels will come and plant crops or will wake up and see maize everywhere? Oh, they are not serious. Look, he says, you expect us to believe that trap doors opening in the sky and food tumbling out. Would you expect, what are you, are you saying that we'll wake up and see that there's a trap door in the sky and food is coming out? Who is serious? Jama, you are mad. Jama, you are mad. Some may say that maybe you are going mad. I will say you caught check you are Go, I said, who is serious? So that's what the, the servant was saying. Now see what the man of God replied him. You watch it with your own eyes, he said, but you will not eat so much as a mouthful. You will see it, but you will not taste it. The man of God said, because of your own belief, you will see it, but you will not taste it. Verse 3, please. It happened that four lepers were, were sitting just outside the city gate. They said to one another, what are we doing sitting here at this door? Lepers were sitting there. Remember, these people, they don't have to come to the people. So they are sitting somewhere minding their business. They have formed a group, a WhatsApp group. They have formed a club, a, the, the Lepers Union. They, they are on the platform. The Lepers, because if they, come, if they come around in quotes, normal people, they will pollute them. We have already read these portions in church. So they have formed their club. And then their president says, Charlie, what are we doing here? There is famine. Even the normal people are, are, are complaining of famine. We, what do we do? Look, what are we doing sitting at this door? Uh-huh. If we enter the famine-struck city, we will die. Our city is, is, is in famine. We will die. If we stay here, we will die. So let's take our chances in the camp of Aram and throw ourselves, and throw ourselves on their mercy. That's the Syrian camp. So their enemies were on the other side. The enemy gates, in fact, their enemies they didn't have famine. It was Israel that had famine. Do you understand? There was famine in Samaria, right? But their enemies had plenty of food. It is like we are in Ghana. People say, I want Japa. I want to live. I want to go for greener pastures in the UK. In this, in this, in this scenario. There was famine in Samaria, but their enemies had food. So they said, if we go back to our own country, there is famine. If we are sitting here too, we will die. So let's go to the enemy camp and go and surrender and say, Charlie, we, we have not come to fight. In our, we are here because of food. They just throw themselves and then, you know, those days, if you don't want to fight, you, you wave a leaf to show that, Charlie, we are not here to fight. Please, is, we don't have weapons. And they say, they say, raise your hands, and you raise your hands. Lie down, you lie down. So they came to do all that, that challenge. Let's just go. If they receive us, we will leave. 
If they kill us, we will die. At all, we, we, we don't care. We've got nothing to lose. Next verse. So after the sun went down, they got up and went to the camp of Aram. That's a Syrian camp. They went there. They went what? With the mindset of what? Getting food. When they got to the edge of the camp, this verse is even still relevant to we have victory in him. That's why I'm reading again. Because God comes into a matter with strategies to win. Look, when they got to the edge of the camp, surprise, not a man in the camp. They went to the enemy camp to do what? To just lie down and collect food. Collect some two wele, two wele, two wele one goat meat, and some small rice with stew. And I'm sure after taking this, the way they would have worked, they would have washed 100 plates. <laughs> I have always wondered. Well, so, let me digress. Like, if someone goes to an eatery, like, let's say, papaya or something, and they don't pay, what, what will happen? Like, has anyone had any experience like that before? Like, do you have an idea what will happen? Let's say you go to papaya and you didn't pay. <laughs> I'm sure they will let you remove your shirt and hang it. <laughs> and maybe your, your trouser and hang it. Then they just say, come. They give you one of the ropes. And then you join them. You join the workforce. You start mixing the pepper. <laughs> so, after the sun went down, they got up and went to the camp of Aram. That's a Syrian camp. When they got to the edge of the camp, surprise, not a man in the camp. Remember the word of the Lord had come that what? Tomorrow by this time, there will be what? There will be plenty of food. The word of God has come. God was organizing things backstage. See how God organizes. Next verse, please. There was not a man in the camp. The whole enemy camp was empty. Oh, the master had made the army of Aram hear the sound. The master, that is God. Look, God had made the, the, the army of Aram hear the sound of horses and a mighty army on the march. It means they were in their own camp their own place, their own country, and then suddenly they had like an army coming, an army marching toward them, and it, it felt like a, it was a great army. And look what happened. They told one another, the king of Israel hired the kings of the Hittites and the kings of Egypt to attack us. So Israel has gone for two other nations aside themselves, so there are three now against only us. Hey! Look, look, can you hear? Next verse. Panicked, they ran for their lives through the darkness, abandoning tents, horses, donkeys. The whole camp, just as it was, running for their life. So they left everything, they ran away because they, they, heard, they heard the sound of a great army coming. But God was making sure his word would come to pass. It was God pulling the string. I said, when you depend, auntie, uncle, relative, cousin, you, you will not see the glory of God like that. Too. Because your plan B, this man will do this for me. As you are working, you have calculated this, this one will do it. They will disappoint you, you'll be shocked. God is not a man to lie. This is our God. When he says something, he knows how to do it. Only believe. Only believe. Look, the man of God has spoken the word of God. 
Look at what God did in the enemy's camp. They were thinking, ah, will we, will we grow crops or will, 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 will food start falling from the skies or you are not serious? As a man, God had a plan. The plan was that he made the enemy hear an, an army, a great army coming. Sound that there was no army, but it was God just there. When they were dead, they were, they were here. We, we go fight. Hey, we go fight. But it was God doing it. Nobody was there. And they ran. Look, they panicked. They ran for their lives through the darkness. Abandoning tents, horses, donkeys. Oh, they left. Oh, they left means of transport. They look, they left the whole camp just as it was. It means they left everything. The new King James says they left the camp intact. Intact. It means that they left their food, they left their money, they left everything. And I said somebody had prepared the law. He was about to eat it. He had chilled some juice. Charlie, he has put things down. When he heard the sound, he said, everybody ran, he left it. Because they have left you, you just enter and go and devour. Let's continue, please, verse 8. These four lepers entered the camp and went into a tent. First, they ate and drank. They were coming to beg. When they, when they got there, they, their expectation was more than... <laughs> hey! They didn't beg. They, they entered the tent and they ate. Hi-ya. You can imagine somebody from a place of famine. He has seen food. I'm sure left and right, left and right. Like back in the university, I used to see a lot of people. When I see them, I'm seeing 13 on his head. Like a meeting like this. You can see that when they are having meetings, you know, campus, there are a lot of meetings. Churches are meeting, other groups. Oh, and then they, they say one way to entice the people is they say item 13 is mas massively assured. It's massively assured. Once the guys hear those things, hey! it means they are coming to sit there. So as I'm preaching now, you can see that like if it was that kind of meeting, you can see the guy is not interested in what you are saying. He just wants you to close. And then as they are, they are sitting down, they are watching which people will be bringing the sacks. They have the Fira must go or the Ghana must go back. They bring it. Once they are bringing those bags, they, they just sit down well. They know that, oh, yeah, yeah. And some can even calculate, oh, it will reach we all, it will reach we all. It will reach we all. One day, one day, one day, one day President Mahama was on campus. They were having campaign. And then you know, these two parties, they have a lot of following. So people rush there. Hey. And then some boys said, the way President Muhammad is here and everybody is at that place. When you go, you won't get anything. Because Nipa does on the Then that same day, Dr. Park we see in Doom was also on campus that same time. Or at another place. And then they, some guys they, they said no, this place in Crawford does in two nyashi. But I had no a domo in shade and then so they 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 said they would go to this place. And when they went, after some hours, they came back. When they came back, they were wearing the t shirt they were wearing the cap, <laughs> they were wearing the cap, and they were holding packs of food because people didn't come. So there were like plenty, plenty food was, was left. And then they carried it, and as they were walking, they were shouting, Awake! Yes, sir! Awake! Yes, sir! Awake! Yes, sir! 
it, they are not awake it's just the food <laughs> once he is holding the food awake yeah sorrow when you ask him what did they discuss it it's not what they discussed he is, he is just there to eat so we had a situation like that and then look the four lepers entered the camp and went into a tent first they ate and drank that first because they are hungry before anything then they grabbed silver remember the bible said they left the camp they left everything they only feared for what their lives they left everything hey god can give you more than what you work for these things that we read god can give you you see there's an opportunity god can bring to you eh? if you don't want to work for the next 30 years it's okay it's okay Hey, and I'm going to be breaking my back to put food on the table. Oh, Bema. Bema, why, why don't you like soft life? Oh. As you are doing your business, you are going about your career, trust God. Trust God for opportunities. Trust God. You just know that one day, something is going to happen. Look. First, they ate and drank. Then they grabbed silver, gold, and clothing, and went off and hid it. They took things for themselves. They came back, entered another tent, and looted it. Aye. Again, hiding their plunder. Now they got a lot of resource. Aye. Next verse. Finally, they said to one another, we shouldn't be doing this. This is a day of good news, and we are making it a, into a private party. You see, it was for the whole city. By as a young choir, actually too much. I'm sure they saw plenty tents left and they thought we can't loot everything. Like we've, we've hoarded more than enough. Look at, we have about 400 tents to go. How can we? Well, oh, we are even lepers, so they can't be high, we can't be picking plenty. But at least they've picked, they've picked enough. Look, if we wait around until morning, if we wait around until morning, we'll get caught and punished. Come on, let's go and tell the, the news to the king's palace. Next verse. So they went and called out at the city gates, telling what had happened. We went to the camp of Aram, and surprised, the place was deserted. Not a soul, not a sound. Horses and donkeys left tethered, and tents abandoned just as they were. It was God's doing. The word of God had come. You see, the word of God doesn't make sense. It makes faith. Believe the word. Now continue. And you can't help God. You can't help God. You cannot help God. God cannot be helped. The gatekeepers got the word to the royal palace. Giving them the whole story. He, they want to tell the king. Next verse. Roused in the middle of the night. The king told his servants, let me tell you what Aram has done. Even the king doubted it. He said, let me tell you what Aram has done. They knew that we were starving. They knew that we were what? So they left the camp and hid in the field, thinking, when they come out of the city, we'll capture them alive and take the city. They thought the enemy has just ambushed us by leaving their homes and left a lot of food and all that. So that in case out of hunger we go there, they catch us. Even the king couldn't believe it. Next verse. One of his advisors answered, Let some men go and take five of the horses left behind, 
So even their own horses were having issues. He says, the worst that can happen is no worse than what could happen to the whole city. Let's send them and find out what's happening. Let's send some people there to go and be spies. Uh -huh. Next verse. They took two chariots with horses. The king sent them after the army of Aram with the orders. Scout them out. Find out what happened. Go and check and come. Uh -huh. They went after them all the way to the Jordan. The whole way was strewn with clothes and equipment. They followed their path. The whole path was what? It means it was filled with clothes. As they were running, they were leaving their spear, gold, everything. They thought, this thing is making me too heavy. I cannot run. Then they just drop it. This iPhone cried. No, they need Then they drop it. This shoe cried. They were leaving things behind. Until they ran and ran with only their boxes. Because they felt like, you know, there's a situation where you feel like this thing, even car crash will now come and open spark. No, no, no. Let me start running. So they left everything. The whole path was filled with clothes and equipment that Aram had dumped in their panic flight. God made them panic to fulfill his word that tomorrow by this time. Look, the scouts came back and reported to the king. Next verse. The people then looted the camp of Aram. The whole city now went in to take. Food prices dropped overnight. Food prices did what? You see, I've come to a point in my life where I don't pay attention so much to the news again. You start, you see, I have I've budgeted this, I've done this. No, 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 I don't want to live that kind of life. I want to release myself and say, I trust your word. I trust your word. Only your word is my reality. Nothing. Food prices drop overnight. A handful of meal for a shekel. Two handfuls of grain for a shekel. The same thing that was said. God's word to the letter. It means God's word to the very end. God's word was fulfilled to the very end. Look at next verse. Let's see our friend who said, would there be a trap door in the air for food to be dropping down? You expect us to believe this? Let's look at him. The king ordered his attendant, the same guy, the one who leaned, the one he leaned on for support, to be in charge of the city gates. The people turned into a mob, poured through the gates, trampling him to death. The person who was saying, questioning the man of God, hey, you expect us to believe this nonsense you are saying that tomorrow, what? The Bible said the king made him stand at the gate. Asuma, that was his death. Remember the man of God said, you will see it, but you will not taste it. So he was at the gate. And the Bible said, the people became a mob. They were rushing and now they trampled him. Into, they trampled him to death. It was exactly what the holy man had said when the king had come to see him. It was exactly what the man of God had said. That you will see it, but you will not taste it. Because his dead body was there. His dead body was there. No, so... You see, scriptures like this make us know we serve a God who knows the strategies. This is a strategic God. The God who brings strategies to win. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. Look at what the Bible says. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. Remember, we said what? In him we have victory, so we are continuing. This is our God. He is accustomed to winning. 
God doesn't take failure. Oh, you failed there. Oh, man. Uh, failure there. At times, you see, it makes you. Uh, don't worry. It's all these songs. Oh, it makes you. Uh, it's, good, it's good to fail. It's good to fail sometimes. Look, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Very soon, it will be Christmas. We'll be reading the scripture again. And the government will be upon his shoulder. Most of the, the things that we have relegated it to Easter and Christmas. So there are scriptures that we only read for Easter and scripture. But these are everyday scriptures. Everyday scriptures. If we even be honest, and the, the joy we feel for Christmas, it should be everyday joy. And the joy we feel for Easter Sunday. Every day is Easter Sunday because he's risen. Back, back here. And the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor. We have corrected this thing several times. So you believe, I believe you know what we mean. The Bible doesn't say Wonderful, comma, Counselor, comma. When you check other translations, you'll see that everything is paired. Everything is paired. Everything is Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Not Wonderful. Com if you had a, a paper Bible, you would have seen it well. Compare with other versions, but that's not what we are doing today. Can, do you have NET, the New English Translation? Can you get that for us? Because this word, wonderful counselor, it means extraordinary strategist. That will be his name. Remember, his name shall be called. One of the things that makes Jesus God is his name will be called one of the names, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. If his name will be called Everlasting Father, is Jesus a, a prophet? No. They say his name, and one of the names they are mentioning is what? Everlasting Father. It, not Father for some weeks. Everlasting. I said, we'll get to heaven and see that, ah, as Omar God, it be Jesus who. And people will be shocked. People are like, ah, Jesus is the agenda of God. Jesus is God's agenda. <laughs> the agenda God was pushing to the whole world was Jesus, was Christ. Anyway, uh -huh, N-E-T. For a child has been born to us. A son has been given to us. He showed us responsibility and is called extraordinary. He's called what? You see, don't go to friends. Go to God. You see, he gives strategies. In, oh, what a God. He, like he knows what to do in every situation. One day he told some people, shout and the wall will come down. What, what nonsense is this? Shout and wall will come down. The Bible said they did it the seventh time. Everybody shouted. Oh, the wall fell flat. One day they were going to where he said, put singers in front. He knows, like he knows every problem. He knows what to do. That, that is what makes him what? Extraordinary strategist. This is the man. This is the man that you have trusted. That's Jesus. He said one of his name is what? Extraordinary strategist. Never think that there's an issue you have that God doesn't have solution for. Never. Never for a moment think, oh, as for this, this my business, yeah, there's nothing that can be done. As for this, my marriage, there's nothing. Look, the strategies for life, they are with God. 
the strategies to win. So I told you, when God, when God is going to war, God doesn't go to war with power. No, no, no. Oh, go, else people will die. <laughs> if, God, if, God, <laughs> if God were to bring like his full power, oh, no, men are too small to fight God. Before they even they take their spear, I'm sure they would have vanished. Or they would have, they would have melted. In Ghana, they say they, they would sele. They would have sele like Kilalomi. <laughs> hey, they would have sele. God doesn't go to war with power. Never. God goes to war with strategies. When, when there's an issue, God just brings strategy. Oh, okay, do this. That's, that's a winning strategy. Look at Gideon. God called Gideon, and Gideon went to bring plenty of people. Hey, he thought they had to go plenty so that they can match the people boot for boot. Then God said, oh, the people are too many. All these people, they are too many. They are too many. Let me show you something to do. Bring all the people to the waters. And let them, tell them to drink. The Bible said, hey, come and see people drinking water. Some of them will do this. They will fetch in their hand and drink. Others to plenty, the majority of them knelt down and they were drinking the water like dogs. Like that. And then only few people fed the water into their hand. Now God said, majority, how many people? Over 700 people, they, they fed water in their, in fact, they drank the water from their knees like this. Like that. And God says, all these people that drank the water like dogs, let them go home. What was God doing? God was reducing the number. God said, let, let all of them go home. And let those who fed the water in their palm like this before they drank. God said, as they fed the water in their palm, this is how I'll put Midian in your hand. This is how I'll put them. And the, their number was few compared to the army of the Midianites. Then God said, I'm going to do this so that you know it's not your flesh. It's not your power. It's my power. He told Zerubbabel that it's not by power. It's not by might. You see, Jesus he said, he said, for by strength, no man, no man, by strength, no man can prevail. No man can win. So you have to trust this man, the extraordinary strategies to win. Because by strength, oh, you cannot win. You cannot win by strength. You see, and he has brought us into himself to make us winners. He has brought us into himself so that we will win. Now, please, let's, let's, let's read another scripture. What, what scripture did we read at first, please? Can somebody help us? Okay, Ephesians chapter 5. Eh? Okay. Ephesians chapter 5:25 Husbands love your wives just as Christ loved Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her uh -huh. that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word uh -huh. That he might present her to himself a glorious church. We will stop here. He might present her to himself what? So Jesus did everything for the church to what? Present the church to himself 
a glorious so we are part of what a glorious church never accept defeat as oh such is life oh whatever will be will be oh and this thing there it cannot really happen in my life it's like that it's like that no we are part of a glorious church now that you are born again you are part of this glorious church understand that you have come to an environment of winning a glorious environment of winning so now you can trust him that oh then i'm going to now win in my health i'm going to win in my finances i'm going to win in my relationship i'm going to win in my career i'm going to win in everything that i'm doing because what he wants to receive a glorious church to himself of which like i'm part of i'm part of this glorious church I cannot say, oh, you know, he wants to receive a, a glorious church. I'm part of the church, but as for me, there's of us. I want to be humble. You, you see, suffering is, it, is not humility. So people say poverty. They want to be poor so that they will be humble. Eh? They want to be poor so that they will, it will make them humble. Abraham wasn't poor. Eh? Abraham, we are the seed of Abraham. Abraham wasn't poor. You, are you wiser than Abraham? And God said he has even promised an inheritance for his seed. I don't know how to pay you, sir. I don't know how to pay you, sir. Let's read another, please. I want to be fast. Let's read another scripture. So in him we win, right? In him we win. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Look at this. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Thank you, Jesus. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just therefore, we also, you see, understand that. We just said that we are part of what? A glorious church. Understand that eh? we are not alone. Yes, sir. We are not alone in this world. You, never. We are not alone. Now that you are born again, you see, the believer is never alone. We have so much on our side that it cannot make us be alone. There are many people, like there are many things that you can't see that are working for us, that are standing with us. But you have to be taught to know that you are not alone. You are just seeing yourself in your room and all that, but you are not alone. Look, he says, therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, so we are surrounded. There's, there's what? There's a great cloud of witnesses around us. And what they are doing is they are cheering us on. They are cheering us. They are cheering us. You can go. You can go. They are watching. They are, saying, Charlie. They are cheering for the church. The world is doing another thing. There are people also cheering the church. Charlie, go on, go on. We have a great cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight. And the sin, the sin is what? Unbelief. The sin which so easily ensnares us. Unbelief is a sin. That, that's the sin that will take people to hell. Not because they wore trousers. People will go to hell because of unbelief. Because, you see... This is the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is that God brought solution. You still chose darkness. And the Bible says, anyone who does that has made God a liar. You didn't say it with your mouth, but with your actions, you have said it. 
You didn't say, God, you're a liar. Oh. No, no, no. But you didn't believe in Jesus. So that's why you will go to hell. And then, not you, like I mean that person. That person will go to hell and then they'll be on the other side. And I don't know whether they'll be telling us to drop water on their tongue. <laughs> and this, I will go and look for one person inside and say, hey, you, after all the preaching we were preaching to you, you see? You, oh, yeah, we were preaching to Go down, go down. <laughs> hey, and, and you know, hell, hell is not the last place. The Bible said hell will be carried and put in the lake of fire. Hey, so if you think that hell is the last, then they'll carry hell and put, hey, lake or oh, lake, lake of fire. Eesh. It's one of the reasons why we are moved to preach the gospel to our friends. We are moved to, seeing the terror that is coming, we tell them, this is salvation, accept it. Anyway, so we have a great, what, cloud of witnesses. There are people around us, they are for us. You remember the story of Elisha and his servant in 2 Kings chapter 6? Let, let's, let's read 2 Kings chapter 6. There are, are people that are invisible. When you say, you know, in Ghana, when you say invisible forces, if you are, if you are conversant with the political terrain, you, you, you might have heard it. Have you heard invisible forces in Ghana? They are, do you know amazingly, some people don't know anything about politics in Ghana, but they are in Ghana. Like, they don't even know. They don't, if they see somebody, they don't even know whether this is an NDC, MP, or MP. Like, they, they just don't know. All he cares about is actually when the Shea is dancing. That's all he, he, he can identify what. They said there's a guy called Asa Akeuze, Asha Akeuze. What's his name? You see, believers can pretend. <laughs> believers can pretend. You know, you know, what's the name? Asake. Oh, okay. oh, but they have been playing his song all around. This is why you don't know. Ah. Oh, but you see, my short years in ministry, I can tell you that Christians pretend a lot. Yes. Christians pretend a lot. When they know, cry, they be crying, you cry, make a no. But you be crying on the phone, so. But, oh, because he doesn't want people to think that, hey, I walk a one. He doesn't want people to think that, hey, so we are surrounded by a great cloud. No, you, you don't want to be surrounded. <laughs> hey, so he said he doesn't know, he doesn't know. But when he goes home from here, <laughs> now they, 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 I don't know whether there's, they said there's a song, you have to cough before you sing it. <laughs> you have to cough before. <clears throat> The world has never changed. The world has never changed. And I told you that there's a season that is like bad is good. Yeah, that's how the world bad is. You say, hey, you'll be bad guy. You'll be bad guy. Bad is good. Like it means you're a good guy. And then there was a time you say, hey, tell you that you there was a time when they say you are mad is an insult to, but now it means hey. Somebody can even say me, who name me? I dream, imagine, nanny. And it means, hey, he's the, the, hey. And there was a song, when they start playing the song, people, anything you are doing, it means stop and climb anything. Once they hear one corner, they are in the gutter. Hey, Jesus Christ. They climb things. It's like, it's like there's a spirit. It's like there's a spirit. It's like there's a spirit who, 
it looks like it's a joke until you see that ah you see the, the devil and he's cunning he knows how to push an agenda you may not know hey, the, the bible said we need down also we want to real like sharp because he won't come and wag his tail or come with horns and say i'm the devil will you believe me yes or no 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 you you look for entertainment you have you not seen that if you if you're a good student of history you realize that all the places that the disciples preached the gospel and got a lot of churches and all that and believers those are the places where islam and co has gained ground you see try to he tried to kill the roots anyway back here so like the guy has nothing to do <laughs> hey man of god you are some yeah if you are if you don't have a kukudo, you cannot preach. Yeah, 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 yeah. Second Kings, let's read chapter six from verse six. So there are many people working for us than we know. There are many people. Hey, there are angels on assignment for you. Believe it. You see, that is God's plan. We just read people being somewhere and complaining, ah, there is famine, you know, as God was working. Probably God sent angels to go and build the army over there. This is our God. He wants his children to win. And if you are his child, make up your mind. You see, I'm born a winner. I'm, I'm a winner man. If Jesus is a winner man, I'm equally a winner man. I'm a winner man. I win. I win. You see, if we don't want anything to prosper, don't involve me. Because anywhere I go, I prosper. This business will not die in my hands. This business prospers. Look, he says, Where did it? So the man of God said, Where did Oh, just a moment. I want us to go down. Second Kings. Are you reading Second Kings? Calm down, calm down, calm down. Go to verse 18. Let me see. Is that? Go up, go to 16. Let me see. Go up to 10. I want to find a good place to read the story. 10. 10, 10, 10. Anything that God does, the devil tries to copy it. Yeah. There's Christ, there's Antichrist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like anything that God is doing. The devil tries to copy it. Lion of Judah, he's roaming like a lion. <laughs> he tries to look, hey, okay. You see, God gave the rainbow as a sign of his faithfulness to Noah and to all creation. The devil now brought another same color. They say it's gay. When they see the color, they say, oh, it's gay and LGBTQILWYZ. <laughs> but you see, in the, initials, the initial use of that color was to show God's faithfulness to the world. That the world won't be destroyed again with floods. So now, even if you show that color and you, you don't belong to that, people may think you belong to that because that one has gained more, more ground than the rainbow. That one has gained more ground, so that one has gained like when I show ya, people won't remember Noah. They may say, Hey, this guy was a show me who you want to be if he's even smiling you say this guy I suspect him I suspect him anyway then the king of 
Oh, I want a good verse 8. Eh? Okay, verse 8, verse 8. So we are saying that, you see, there are many people working for us. There are, there are many. You see, God has caused angels to work for you. Believe it, that all the elements have been ordained to favor your cause. All the elements have been ordained to favor you. You see, so the Bible says that all things work together for what? All things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. All things. So, so everything, everything is coming together for your good. Now, see, it says, now when the king of Syria was making a war uh -huh, against Israel, he consulted with his servants, saying, my camp will be in such and such place, and such a place. Uh -huh. So he was chatting with his servants. And the man of God sent to the king of Israel. So the king of Syria was talking with his people. But, but God showed the man of God. That's what it means. God showed the man of God that this is what he's saying. Look, beware that you do not pass this place. For the Syrians are coming down there. So the prophets could discern that, ah, they have chosen this route. Don't go there. Next verse. Next verse, please. Then the king of Israel sent someone to the place of which the man of God had told him. Thus he warned him, and he was watchful there, not just once or twice. So it's like, ah, every place the Syrians tried to, to find the Israelites, because the prophet was in their midst, he would say, don't go here, and they were safe. So now it was frustrating the Syrians, especially the king. Now see. Therefore the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled by this thing. Because he thought, ah. I'm just discussing with you people. How did they know that we will pass here? And now there is a snitch among us. So see, he says, he was troubled by this thing. And he called his servants and says, will you not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? Show me the person who, is, who pledges allegiance to that king. Because everything we discuss, I find out that they, they, they take it. Uh-huh. Next verse. And one of his servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha the prophet, who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. <laughs> and it was God showing him. <laughs> Extraordinary strategist. Go with God. Go with God. Look, he would disguise it. Who is that? As man, they say, Oh, Elisha. He tells the king everything you even say in your, in your bedroom. And it was God. You see, the man with God is the majority. The man with God he is the majority. So, some people say the voice of God is, a, is the voice of the people is the voice of God. Have you heard it before? Yes, the voice of the people is the voice of God. Who told you? When you read your Bible, you realize that there were several times the voice of men was not the voice of God. They said, the whole city said, we want Barabbas. Give us Barabbas. Was that the voice of God? Yes, one day, all the prophets lied to the man of God. Go. There was one who said, don't go. He was the one telling the truth. But everybody was saying, he said, hey, you, I know you. I always prophesying evil things. You, you don't me. You are saying I shouldn't go. That was the one that carried God's voice. So don't follow, I said, don't follow these jargons. The voice of the people is the voice of God. Hey, do you know several times they said we want to worship this idol. Moses came down and said, what? Those for God stand here. Those for this idol stand here. They came. They all perished that day. It was the voice of the people. One day Israel put pressure that they wanted a king. 
because they felt like God, God was being some way to them. And then they chose a man. God said, okay, then I'll give you King Saul. It was the voice of the people. So you see that King Saul was, he was not chosen by God who, like David. As for David, God has prepared somebody. This one, it was the people. They said, oh, give us a king. We want a king. God said, okay, there's one guy. It's like, all of you are not good, but he's the, the better one. Let him come in. But as for David there, ordained by God. So when they talk about Jesus, they said, he's the root of David. So, see, he says, none, my Lord, by Elisha the prophet in Israel. Who tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom? Next verse. So he said, therefore, oh. so he said, go and see where he is, that I may send and get him. The king was not wise. If he could tell things you were doing, you want to find him. Wanjing, <laughs> wanjing. The same way you want to find him is how he will know that you want to find me. Now see, and it was told him, saying, surely he's in Dothan. They came to report where the man of God was. Uh-huh. Therefore he sent horses and chariots and a great army there. And they came by night and surrounded the city. Where the man of God was, they surrounded the whole city. That today we will show him. You see, you don't feel, you don't feel sorry for people that God is with. You don't feel sorry for them. God will take care of his anointed. God will take care of his people. God, we don't know how, but God will do it. We don't know how, but God will do it. Look at, look at the next verse. There are people working for us, Papa. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? The servant was afraid. He saw the whole army. He said, hey! And then there. Asumedu. And then there. Hey! I don't know. Cry out. Cry Same way. Oh! Oh! Recently, you know this man of God, Apostle Johnson Suleiman. He's been having some issues. Some people want to kill him, actually. Oh! Recently, they shot his car. I don't know whether you heard the news. They killed about seven people in the convoy. They shot at his car with his wife and children inside. Killed the, the motor rider, killed other people. He said one day he went to preach somewhere. They had invited him to commission a building, like a hotel or a hostel or something like that. And he was up there praying. So they told him, go room by room and pray. He was praying. As Omar, they had some people with guns up there in one of the rooms. And they were just waiting to pounce on the man and open fire. He said, then they picked the signals. He said, this is what is happening. This is what is going to happen to you at the place. And they were in the building. They were in one of the rooms. And the guys were climbing the stairs, coming to where he was. He said, he knelt down quickly. He just knelt down and began to pray. And this kind of prayer, he didn't bring his mind in it. Because he didn't, like, your mind would be doubting it. The people are coming. They are coming to kill you. He said, he knelt down and he started praying. He just started, God, make a way. God. The next thing he saw was that, this real story, so the next thing he saw, they appeared, he and their assistant. They were at the back of the building. I don't know how. If it's lying, they need to have lied. But you see, I believe it with all my heart. It's like, the last minute, cry, God will do something. I mean, I don't know how. But we read of Philip. Philip vanished. 
He said, it was like life and death. So he didn't want to think because he knew he was going to die. If he thought about it, he would doubt the prayer. He said he appeared at the back of the building. How he doesn't know? He just appeared over there. The man of God was in a fix like this. They are surrounded the city because of what he has said. Like in Ghana, they don't want people to prophesy again. They say, shut up. Don't, don't talk. Don't say, we don't want to hear the mind of God concerning the people. Shut up. They say, you are causing fear and panic. But the big men, they hide and go and consult. Oh. <laughs> they hide. When, they, when, they see that, when they see that you are gifted, they ask you secretly, what is God saying? They ask you, what is, some even offer you money. They ask you, what, let's, let's continue, else we may. It says, and when, and when the, so he saw, he said, what shall we do next verse? So he answered, do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. You see, know this, the people that are with you, the people that are for us, they are more than those that are against us. You see, in that your workplace, you may think two people don't like you. They are always gossiping about you, but always know. It's not their voice that matters. Those that are working for you are more than those that are working against you. When I go to a place, they say they don't like you. Me, it doesn't concern me. At first, I'll be worried. Now, I'm not worried. Because one day, the Lord told me clearly. The Lord said, you, one of the things I will use to promote you eh, will be the lying tongue of men. People will just come and say that you have done this, you didn't do this, you have done this. And you see, by so doing, they would have thought like they, they are tarnishing your image. But God told me clearly, I think I told you. God told me clearly that when they are speaking evil about you, that's when I will lift you. Because I will make people come and see, ah, what they are saying, is it true? Then they realize, that, oh, sense is that. So those that are working for us, they are more than, they are more. The people that are working, when you are going to your workplace, no, they are angels working for me. Everything is ordained to favor me as I'm going to this place. Those that are working for me, it does not matter the opposition that I have. They are people working for me. They are more than them. Last time we read that, he said, even the greater one that is in us is, is bigger than the one that is in the world. Is the greater one. You see, the one thing I like about God's word is that he doesn't deny that there is an opposition. So he says, greater is he that is in us. Greater. It means that there is great or something in the world. But the greater is here. The greater one is here. So the man of God said, don't be afraid. The servant was afraid. We don't follow God with fear. You can't follow God and be afraid. Oh, you can't follow you can't follow God and be afraid. The Bible said he has not given us the spirit of what? Anxiety. God doesn't want his church anxious. He says we should be anxious for nothing. He has not given us the spirit of fear. But of power and of love and of a sound mind. Sound mind. Soundness of mind. Look. He says, the, the man of God said, do not fear. For those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Meanwhile, the whole city was surrounded. Can you imagine the number of soldiers who are surrounded the whole city? You don't need four soldiers to surround the city. You need plenty, you need thousands. But the man of God says, we have more than their number. See, next verse. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Open the servant's eye that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. 
and behold the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around elijah you see we we have an army and that's greater than the greatest army in the world and guess what this army is with us remember one day we read that we have come to the company of we have come to what the the innumerable company of angels it means angels without number you cannot number them all these ones are for you the problem is when you worship angels we have not been called to worship angels hey christianity is not above usumu that's why people say me run away from such people run away run away run away they they, they say they call angels for angels i'm for those days when people used to dance in secondary school they said they were calling saints to dance <laughs> where are they now with their all the hey, Charlie, they will do their legs somewhere they say of racing and they were doing all these things because of ladies yeah 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 yeah, yeah. they were doing all these things because of ladies because of lady yesterday way one guy went to wear wab and put kerosene on it and light fire hey and then they put ice block they, they 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 put it in ice block for some time so that it won't bend their feet and then the ladies when they go to this holy co and other schools then they go, ah, ah, ah. you are killing yourself you are <laughs> you are killing yourself <laughs> you are killing yourself one day somebody came to me and said man of god i want to die i said why he said i want to die because of this guy and I said, so I've gone to buy this thing. I said, oh, no, this one is not so effective. <laughs> so, <laughs> this, this, this drug, it works faster. Buy, buy this one. <laughs> you want to die because of a man? You want to die because of Adam? Adam. <laughs> anyway, so those that are working for us, I want to read the last scripture so we can close. Those that are working for us, so understand there are people, you see, there are angels that are bringing opportunities that you haven't spoken about. Have you heard that people got contracts that they never negotiated for? Somebody just thought, ah, let's bring this brother to it. Let's, let's introduce this guy. God doesn't need so much to do much for man. All he needs from us is to believe. Let's believe him. Believe God. Believe God. You see, he, he wants us to win. He delights in his children winning. Do you know that earthly fathers cry, they want their children to win. So how much more God? Are you telling me that one day when you, when you give birth, you will be against your child? When you do it, you are demonic. There are some parents like that. They, they stand against their children. Those ones are demonic parents. But ideally, every parent wants their child, every parent wants their child to win. Every parent wants their child to win. Every parent. They want the best. They even say, where have not got to, may you get there. They want the best for their children. Yesterday we were at a wedding. You think that the parents of the couple, they were not happy? They were happy that, ah, we too. What say in your that you didn't go and do corner corner with our lady, with our daughter, but you came home and did the right thing. So now, now when, when you are talking, you don't say, hey, if an alcohol is in there, but they know that you have been married. 
I'm sure it's an honorable thing for parents to walk down. I don't know. Some of you, maybe your, your fathers will join you to cry on that day. When they are walking you down the aisle like this, they may be weeping with you before you even come forward. Because it is 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 so great a moment. It's so great a moment that I'm sure every parent wants to witness that. And aside that, too, they want to witness you winning. You think that you think that one day when you become president in Ghana and your parents are alive, they will not be proud that Meba and your president. And heads of corporations and all that. So if our parents want all these good things for us, then how about God, the eternal parent? How about God? God also wants the best for his children. You see, the fact that you don't see something does not mean it is not there. The fact that you don't see angels every day does not mean that angels are not working for us. They are working for us. Well, as we are going, they are going with us. You may think that as little a decision as going to pick trotro, and then you are standing there, and then a trotro comes. It's going where you are going, but you just feel, I will not sit in this one. You just feel maybe a Miami feeling. No, it's not your feeling. Has it not happened to you before? You just, it's going where you are going, but you just say, I will not take this one. There was a day, said Derek traveled to Volta. You shared a story with me. They were going, the bus, the bus they, they, they were supposed to pick. Like there was one bus, they're going where they are going. They just said, no, we will not pick this bus. They picked the next one. On their way, that bus had an accident. They passed by the bus, accident. So don't think that, oh, it's my intuition. No. Are you psycho? When I go to the university, I used to think that, ah, why are people studying psychology? Like anytime I hear somebody studying psychology, I'm shocked. I'm like, hey, it's really a course. Why, 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 why is it a course? Like, why do I think like that? Because we in primary were using psycho to catch people. <laughs> You see, I take psycho catch up, me the psycho channel. So I feel like like we have finished the course in primary. <laughs> so why are you now studying this in the university? Eh? You be sad questions one, two, three. Yeah, the psycho channel. And people be denying that they, they are in love with somebody when we say they say it's not true. Primary, I don't know why we were doing that. They say it's not true, it's not true, it's not a friend. Oh, they should stop that, then they will become enemies for some time. They become enemies for some time because we said they like each other. But one lady in our class showed us that she, she doesn't care. She was way ahead of us. Yeah. We were in class one. We were saying, this is your boy, this is your boy. We were saying, oh, stop that. It's just my friend. Stop that. Oh. And this lady got up and went to one of our brothers and said, as for me, they're my own. Is this? They mentioned the name. <laughs> we were in class one. We were in class one. And our school was A and B. A and B. Went to the next class, grabbed the guy and said, this is my own. We're class one. <laughs> she was way ahead of us. <laughs> she, probably she knew that people who are working for us are more. <laughs> they are more. <laughs> Amazing. Let's, let's, let's close. We'll continue again another time.